Welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming-centric podcast where even when we are busy, we still find time to game and do everything around gaming. I am your host, Shelby Stokes, and over here, Mr. Phil Karen. What's up? Hello. Hello, everyone. It's a, it's, it's a dynamic duo tonight. We are rocking and rolling. Well, I mean, I think that we should just jump right into it because you know what I'm going to say because you played some, <laughs> was it last night? Was uh, the Fortnite? The Fortnite. I played the Fortnite, got a victory royale like a boss, did a Kamehameha on a fool. I went hard on the Fortnite. So you were feeling feeling a little bit of motivation from my session from the weekend to get in there and kind of like uh, put these children in their place, I think. You fully inspired me to get in and do the Fortnite. I had my knee pads on, my helmet. I even had some elbow pads. I was ready to rock, man. (laughs) Let's. It was. Uh, look. It was. You're on a good roll because uh, you have recommended a few things to me. I think, and they have. It takes two was phenomenal, and we, you and I will definitely go back and uh, we'll finish that at some point on stream. But uh, it was so much more fun than I had remembered it being. Okay, so Fortnite is what you're talking about, yes. right? Yeah, so Fortnite is crazy good. It's crazy good. What happened? I I played it before. I tried it like moons ago when it was like, this is the greatest game ever. Everyone's playing it. Look, Drake is playing with Ninja. And I tried it. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Like, did you have a similar experience back in the day? Yeah, I mean, for me, well, look, I think that it's... Uh the no build mode is just everything that we needed to be right. And it's a sign of a game. I was trying to think about why it was so fun for me. And I think the reason it was so fun is because like my, my KD is normally like 0.3 and uh, I have uh, the screenshots to prove it. So it means I'm dying a lot. And I, the first game I played, I jumped in and I started getting kills straight away. And I think that they really, messed around with their time to kill because you know in apex right you're just it's such a team-based game and so you're just shooting shields all day long if you guys are all looking at different people the time to kill is so long and on warzone the time to kill is so low that you just jump in and immediately land and you get killed but whereas with fortnite i was dude i put up i think the best game that i put up during one of the trio matches was a 10 kill game and i was like what is going on this is not like me to be putting up these kinds of numbers dang you went you went off one night like i know that you were going crazy on some of this stuff like okay so first of all it was like a four-hour stream at one point right which was like insane and then on top of that you were like mopping fools yes i was so i did two hours and then i took a break and then i came and did another four hours and then i did another two hours the next day so i got about eight hours in and uh, it was, it was so, it was really fun. It, I'm definitely, I might institute like a Fortnite Friday or something now that we're, I'm doing some different games and doing some competitive games. Uh, <laughs> it was really that much fun to, because I just felt like I felt like I could get kills. And I think that when you're in a game and you don't feel afraid to jump in and actually get in the action and you don't have to camp the entire time. Um, yeah. It's like, I was just getting in there. The guns feel really good the dmr i was uh, making comments multiple times during the stream that the dmr kind of reminds me of the old uh battle rifle from halo um yeah it's like you're just like the the way that it sounds and the way that you hit your shots and there's very little recoil so um and then i had a buddy of mine jump on and we played trios and he knew way more than he's young and he knew way more than me about what was going on was that the silent man Yes, and he he's like he's a coworker of mine. He's like twenty, really calm, cool guy, and he he just knew everything about it. He was I could tell because he was level hundred, and he was like, "Oh, you got to just do this, and you ride the fish, and you go over here, and you get the lightsaber, and you did right." And I'm like, "Oh God, this is so much. This is so much." But uh, man, I had I had way more fun um, than I thought that I was gonna have, and now. Um, I definitely will be playing it probably more. For what, sure. what do you think is the most surprising about it for you? Um, I think the pacing of the game is really good. You know, I think that um, the the difficulty that you have with BRs, right? And this is something I think back to two years ago when Warzone first came out. So 
when you play a BR and it's you versus 100 other people or however many, 150 or 75 or whatever it is, um, the natural tendency is to camp uh, and to hide because you're playing against 99 other people and the odds that you're going to get killed is really high. So when Warzone came out two years ago, they solved that philosophical problem. And the way that they solved it was through... Um, through different bounties and objectives, right? You land and you go get, and there's these massive rewards that you get for going out and like exploring the map. And Fortnite and Apex have kind of taken that a step further. Well, Apex has taken a step further and Fortnite has taken it way a step further. Um, the the uh, Every square inch of the map has a different thing going on like for instance there was one section where you got to do i don't know if you've seen it yet but you can do like a obstacle course like uh so there's like a bunch of lights on the map and you have to run around as goku and like beat the time and you get an objective for completing it um and it's just randomly on the map like in some of these hills and i was like i really don't want to do the time trial but it was easy enough for me and I just did it. I was like, oh, so all that dopamine, you know, is just going and you'll walk through and you'll see berries and you're like, oh, I can do this. And I made the joke that some people got and some people didn't like that. Everything feels inflatable. And I was thinking about it and it makes sense to me because the game is kind of supposed to be about like a party. Mm -hmm. And so then you have all these inflatable toys that you can play with at the party. But um, the way that you just bounce off of stuff and jump around, uh, it feels very forgiving, although I will say that I did not remember that this had fall damage. So uh, I was used to playing, I was I used to playing Apex and uh, 50% life. Um, uh, yeah, Illegal was with us and he he we got a three-peat. So we got back to back to back and then on our wins. Dang. And then our, third, um, our fourth... Um, our fourth... Uh, game we took fourth so and we just made one mistake and if we hadn't made that mistake we probably would have gotten four in a row so uh it was um it gave me some of the old excited vibes of like when you're playing a game and it's going really well and you're like dude i could play this for like yeah eight more hours you could it's like non-stop dizzle's uh asking if we're commentating on the gameplay yeah totally like we're going back and talking about this Fortnite extravaganza that phil went on um he, he's got the itch man and i see why i think the reason that i am so impressed with this game compared to apex and i played apex for a little while but i got to a point in apex where i would drop gear up not get a kill and then get murdered and that was like the rinse repeat. And it would be like 20, 30 minute sessions, not too long. Love the gameplay, or I love the mo- character movement in Apex. But this makes me feel as if I'm just hanging out and having a good time. Like we literally just hung out, Dr. Z and I, in this map for an hour, and it felt like five minutes. Like we got in a few firefights. At one point, he was chasing somebody around with a boat. Like it was goofy, over the top fun. And I am. One of, the, one of the notes that I have to cover later, but I think I'm going to bring up now is I'm fascinated with the fact that this game is popping off for like our generation now. Like it feels like it's so late in the game to be coming to this because it felt like it already hit its hype. Drake already did his thing. And now we're like back. And now all, people our age are like, oh, did you hear this Fortnite thing is good? And I'm just baffled that it's being like reintroduced into conversation right now. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of conversations at the end of this year with different outfits that are discussing this as a game of the year contender. Cause it brought me in after being somebody that like wrote it off completely. And I'm just like, nah, maybe I should play some Fortnite instead of anything else right now. Well, I mean, the marketing on this is brilliant, right? Because look, they're, they're using Dragon Ball Z. So they know, like, Dragon Ball Z is for our generation, right? It's like 35, like 32 to like 38 is the prime. Like, every, like, young kids, 16-year-olds don't know what Dragon Ball Z is. Like, they don't know who Goku is. So, like, their marketing right now, like, combined with the fact that they are just being adaptable. And I had made a mention in another podcast, right, that another episode that we had done where I had said the future of BRs was going to be this this scenario where there's all this different interactivity on the map. So with Apex, right, you can drop in and you can land on a ship and you can fight all, like in this little mini game where you fight all these guys and you get this cool care. With Fortnite, it's everywhere. There's like dance parties going on. You can do the shark. You can like the campfires. There's all these little things to explore and open. And it just like, it feels, yeah, it feels like they gave this game an overhaul and it feels super fresh. Uh, I had, yeah, like I... 
and thinking about it now. Um, it was, um, it was very, very, very satisfying and very easy to pick up, right? Like you saw me on my first couple games, I had no experience with the map. I had explored nowhere in six years and, and I was able to drop in, understand the mechanics of a BR and jump right in and not, uh, to your point, not drop in for 20 minutes, get killed, wash, rinse, repeat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm actually in, so, you know, I know you're not going to choose like this one or apex, but I honestly, after watching you play, you're much more about like, Oh man, I got seven kills. And that's like, not the way I've been playing these games. I'm like, I'm just going to try to survive for the end and not get killed. You know what I mean? Like if I get zero <laughs> kills and then get one at the end, like I'm happy, like I'm here for the win. You know what I mean? So it was cool to see somebody that's more like focused on the KDs um, rather than like getting to the end and that you're enjoying this. Because I kind of thought you were going to be like, okay, I get it. But the shooting in Apex was better. I'm going to go back to that. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because uh, illegal illegal can quote you this in the chat, which is that he is a much better um, – um yeah exactly this is what always happens so here the backstory behind this comment just so we're clear which says i'm gonna get really good at this game and phil will move on to another game is that uh i was getting real tired of warzone for the same reasons that all of us were getting tired of warzone for the same reason people get tired of apex which is dropping in and and like getting killed right away so i tried turning illegal here onto apex and he slept on it for two years and now he's finally into it and i'm not interested in it anymore um <laughs> But uh, even though I'm not that good, good of a player, I always have a lot of fun. Just I want to get in conflicts, right? Because once you win, you win and you kind of get it and you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I won. But then when you start getting like the other night, the last game I played at the end of eight hours of playing this game over a weekend was like six kills, seven kills. And then you were feeling, right? You got that feeling about just like getting and you're engaged and you're, you're wreaking havoc. And then you go, this is... This is fun. And also you're just wrecking a bunch of little kids. So, I mean, what are we, what are we actually talking <laughs> yeah. about here? What are we reality? actually doing here? We're actually making it happen. Yeah. I, I'll say, and I know we should probably move on from this game, but I will say like at the end of your four hour stream, I come home, it's 1130 at night. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to eat. Okay. I go to bed after a show and um, I get upstairs and I'm like, underpowered's live right now and i turn it on and it's 12 30 at night and you're like okay one more match one more match shall we see her one more match and it, it felt like you did that three times you may or may not have yeah i, I felt so pumped that you had joined the stream at the end of the stream and i was having a really really fun time although i was getting like i said to you i made the joke that i had played I played that game until my cheap $10 ring light like used up the entire <laughs> battery pack and I didn't even bother swapping it out because I was so engaged with what was going on. Uh, yeah, this was a big, this was a big surprise for me, to be honest oh, with you. It was a big surprise. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, the other game that, that you and I got into that you kind of alluded to a little bit earlier is It Takes Two. And this is a game that I've been trying to get to and play for a hot minute. And it turns out I've had some trouble getting to it because it's kind of hard to sync up with somebody else to play. Um, we log into play, took us 45 minutes to get all our assets downloaded, and then we launched in. Um, what are your thoughts on It Takes Two? I thought it was, that was amazing. I mean, we only played the game, right, for 15 minutes. But the level design was, it kept me guessing. We played that mini game right away, which you immediately yelled out Zerg Rush um, upon beating me at a, a tank game. The um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the level design was really cool. It was challenging enough, because like, sometimes with these platformer style games, especially uh, games with two players, um, it, the mechanics can be really easy. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, every single room, we just got to run over and push this button. But it was interesting. It had they. It wasn't always easy to figure out. It was challenging for me as an adult. Um, and I thought, like, I still feel excited to play that game with you. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of one of the reasons that I'm constantly going back and playing games that like wouldn't necessarily be on my radar is because I heard about this game and I'm like, okay, is this, is there actually merit here? And after playing the little that I have of this game, there is merit. Like there is a reason that this game was in a game of the year contender mode back in last year. So I'm excited to play more. I know it's a little bit challenging to get two people together and sit down and play, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to do it again. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. I think it was uh, definitely underrated. Um, 
I mean, I guess it wasn't underrated, but it was underrated to me because I had never even heard of it. This was how I felt about the Uncharted games. I don't know if you've played them, but I slept on those for a long time. And then a buddy of mine was like, dude, you really got to do this. And I finally did it. And I was like, oh man, I've been sleeping. I'm such a hater. I've been sleeping on this for so long that uh, it was, it was, uh, it was really worth it. It was super, super cool. So did you go back and play all the Uncharted games? So I, thankfully I only slept on the first one for a while, but I have played all four. I beat all four. And it's one of those things where they should just be done, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have this bad habit in movies and in the gaming world where uh, every character needs their own spinoff. And like, look, man, some characters are just not that interesting and like, they don't need a spinoff title. Like you told the story that you needed to tell and we should just put this one to bed and just have there be four. And like, there's a, there's a series that, um, and here's a, here's a question for you. What, what series do people love that you're kind of a hater of? So I'll give you mine so that you don't have to be thrown under the bus. Mine is the Assassin's Creed series. So lots of people love that series and I've been a hater for a long time on Assassin's oh, Creed. Oh my gosh, you came to the right place because I will win you over on Assassin's Creed. Oh, please. Assassin's Creed is so good. It's just an action-oriented romp through whatever time period they choose, which makes it magical. Some of the gameplay is horrible. Other games have better gameplay. Uh, so if you got a bad game that you tried, I can understand why you'd be like, meh, maybe not. <laughs> I think back to the first game when they were the very first game. And then I remember that the mechanic was pretty much you go into a town and you climb on top of everything over and over and over again and jump off into the hay bale. And then finally there's a mission and there's like three different ways to kill somebody. And I was like, I got through the second city and I was like, you're going to, and I started realizing you're going to have me do this over and over and over (laughs) and over again. It's like the, um, I make a joke about this, but it's like the musical Cats. I don't know if you've ever seen the musical Cats, but if I uh, refuse after your review of that yes, musical. I will never. All, see all it is is just a bunch of different cats introducing themselves for the entire musical. There is that's it. There's nothing else, and it's like, am I just gonna have to climb this entire time and jump off of stuff for ten hours, twenty hours? I'm not doing it, man. It's not worth my time. Yeah, no, I uh, Assassin's Creed, I have always, always been a fan, but there was a time where it got too repetitive. And then I would try them out and be very disappointed in a couple of those releases. Like there was a handful there, especially early. Um, Valhalla was high on my game of the year list. I think it was last year, the year before. Um, it was it was the year that I played it, not not necessarily the year it released, but um, it uh it surprised me. It was it was pretty good. Uh, it was long. It was a slog. Like the main story was too long. It overstayed its welcome. Like I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, the way that you describe it, it sounds so amazing. I feel so <laughs> enticed to try you know, it. Doctor Z loves a- AC Valhalla. I don't know if you've ever got him started on that one, but he will talk you into it. If there was anybody that could convince me, it would be uh, Dr. Z, okay. but uh, I, I highly doubt, I highly doubt that that's the case. Um, for me, like something that a series that I normally write off would probably be Final Fantasy. Um, I don't know what's going on. There's a, the title is the same on every game. None of the, do they ever <laughs> correlate? I don't know. It's always a teenager with with a lot of feelings that has to have a coming of age story. At one point, they had a car a couple of games ago. That was novel. Um, that's about all I know. There will be a chicken that you will be able to ride eventually. Hashtag Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> this is the perfect response for you because it just it just fits so perfectly. It's like the statement that I made on my last day of playing playing Chrono Trigger. Which look, we finished it. We did. We saw in credits on stream, and overall, I enjoyed my experience. I won't be doing it again for a while, but I did enjoy my experience. But it's like, yeah, angsty kid finds his friends and then battles God. Every single time at the end of the game, it's always something that manifests itself into the creator of the universe in every Final Fantasy. So you're not so, missing anything. So that's that's a good segue. You finished Chrono Trigger. The entire saga is on our YouTube page. I yes. uploaded all of it. 
I'm now out of upload from Comcast. They're not allowing me to upload anything else. I can't even send an email after uploading <laughs> what is 25 parts of Chrono Trigger. 25 so, parts. Yes, that was a that was a long JRPG July. Now, to be fair with you, I didn't. It did motivate me to get up and play in the morning and start getting up every day and streaming in the morning. And I didn't start that right away in July. But to be fair, um, but to be fair. Um, I put in 25 episodes, 25 episodes of Chrono Trigger. And I felt like, I felt like it was never going to end. I did. There was a point there where like, I remember asking Casey, I'm like, dude, how many, and then especially on the last couple of days when I was really trying to push through it and you know, like you have that friend, right. And we love Casey, shout out Casey. I know that you're uh, busy today, but uh you're like, oh, how many hours do I have left? It's like, oh, it's only two hours. And then I'm like four hours in and I'm like, there's no end. And then I get through like six boss battles in a row without a save point, And they're all like 20 minutes each. And I'm exhausted and I'm sweating. And I'm sitting there going, dude, where, where is it? Where is, where's the final form? Can we just stop evolving and just give me the final form so I can finish this game? But, so, uh, so we got a little long in the tooth. I have a story in that same vein, but where, where do you land? Is it a skip it? Is it a buy it? Oh no, it's a, it's it's a hundred percent play. If you, if you, I like to joke on RPGs because listen, I'm just past that point in my life, right? Like I'm past that point in my life where RPGs are the primary, uh, where pr- RPGs are the primary thing. I like to play competitive games. I like to play real-time strategy. I like to play something that has intensity. Like, obviously, you can see the energy difference between when I play something like Counter Trigger or even this morning when I was playing uh, Skull Hero and when I play something like Fortnite, right? Like, when I'm playing something with other people that are in the world and interacting that way, I feel that energy. But, yeah, it's a great game. I mean, the fact that you can play the game and you can put 30, 40, 50 hours into it, like, 27 years later and it still looks great. Um, yeah, totally. But just that's it. <laughs> Until next July, baby. So this has been on my backlog for years. And like everyone we talk to, it's like, what's on your backlog? Well, my favorite game is Chrono Trigger. Like everybody, always. Chrono Trigger. And it's a game that I haven't played. Now that I've seen you play a lot of it, I'm not going to play it for a while. Like, let's be real. Like, I'm not about to go back and play Chrono Trigger anytime soon. I'll say that much. Well, speak, speaking of which, like, let's you're the game that has now been associated with you as a human being. Okay. Where are you at with Mario and Ra- plus Rabbids? Oh my gosh, I I I turned a corner. So I talked a lot of smack <laughs> about this game on our last ca- cast. And I was like, okay, I'll give it another shot. I went down the Mario plus rabbits hole to the point where I was walking through target a couple days ago, thinking about potential like builds of teams. Like I'm, how can I put this together? How can I make it happen? So I kind of went crazy on this game. I saw credits today. I have finished this game <laughs> in the last week. I Dr. think C- I- <laughs> Dr. C would be so happy because I talked to him the other day and he said that when he heard your initial review of Mario Plus Rabbids, he he said if there was a way that he could have called into the cast to, <laughs> to complain about your perspective on this, he would have done it because he believes that it is uh, one of the greatest games for the Switch out right now. Um, clearly, now you're starting to come around to that fact. So yeah, like so I, I think it's a very good game. I think it's flawed. I, I don't know that I'd put it up there with one of the greatest games on Switch. Dr. Z fight me where you at bro let's go um it's not one of the greatest games it has some really really glaring faults in it um as soon as you lose a team member there's no way to phoenix down and bring them back um in this game's defense you are only playing each battle scenario and once you get through it you just move on to the next one and all your characters are revived in between battles there's no way to heal your party Every once in a while, you can pick up like a a mushroom that'll give you a little bit of a a health boost, but there's no way to top off 
your character's health. So essentially, if you get to this place where you lose a character and then you go into the next battle and you're wounded, you're going to lose that character again. And it's like, you're not really starting on even playing fields, right? And sure, could I go back to the castle and resave? Of course I could. But this game is, is a little bit it's been released since then, right? Like there's, there's improvements since this game has been released. I think this is probably one of, by the end of it, this is up there with XCOM. I think that this is a more forgiving game than XCOM. I've been given this a lot of thought in terms of like, what do I like more XCOM or this? And this game is a lot more user-friendly. It's not as punishing, right? XCOM is no XCOM or Fire Emblem, you know, a top-down tile-based strategy game. Those games are kind of permadeath. So you go in, you lose a character, you can't revive them or bring them back until you restart the game or reload a save. This game is a little bit more forgiving. You lose a character, no worries, it'll come back next round. Um, there was a time about a... 60% of the way through this game where I was running with a build that I thought I could make work. And I just time and time again, could not make it work the way I wanted to. In other words, I couldn't perfect a mat, like uh, one of the levels, you know, I was consistently getting a fair or poor on each one of those levels. And as soon as I switched that out for another character, like it all came back together and the synergy was, was pretty impressive. Um, this is a good game. For the price of $20, this game is a buy it for me. Like, I would say buy this game if you can get it for $20. At $60, it's, it's try it. It's a try it. It's a check it out. But I will say this much. This game has allowed me to fall back in love with my Switch. And by that, I mean a, this game is perfect for the Switch in handheld mode. Because you go in, you play a level, you turn it off and then put it away and you can come back to it like every 20 minutes and you're not going to be impacted by starting and stopping. Like you're the, the levels are so well built and the tactics are so well um, surfaced that you can see the majority of what's going to happen on each one of these, on each one of these maps. So it's, it's really well done. It's really well designed. And what it's had me thinking of is what does this next game look like? And if you're watching the stream, that's what's playing in the background. This is not base Mario plus rabbits. This is the next game in the series that's coming out very, very soon. And they're changing some of it. It's not tile based. It's more movement based. So you can move in like a circular pattern other than a, a tile based pattern. And it looks like it shares some of the DNA, but after watching this trailer of the next game, I'm concerned that they're going to miss the mark a little bit, to be honest with you. And the thing that frustrates me about that is the base game has so much potential to be great that I think if there were a few tweaks here and there, here and there, it could be like one of the greatest games ever made. Well, I mean, I don't know if we can really trust this opinion because this is literally what you said about the first iteration. So we'll have to see. I mean, what were your thoughts on the roster? Because one of the complaints that I always have about Mario-based whatever games that are not Mario, um, like Mario Kart or Mario Strikers or any sort of um, game where there's a roster of characters is that uh, Mario-type uh, games, they don't tend to have enough characters to choose from. Yeah, so this game has a total of eight characters. It has Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, and then their rabid variants for a total of eight. Um, the, all the characters are very different, which I think is, is appropriate. Um, they all feel very different and all their tactics are very, very... Some of them complement each other and some of them do not. So me trying to like mash some of these together, it's like, oh, that worked. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> So I, I think that a roster of eight in this style of game makes sense to me. You know, if you go back and you look at an XCOM, they're going to give you a whole bunch of units, but a lot of those are going to be the similar types, right? Same yeah. thing with Fire Emblem. You're going to have your knight, your peasant, your knight. Did I already say knight? Yes, I did. I can only come up with two. So <laughs> for that reason, I, I think that they're doing okay with eight people. Um, I would imagine that this next game has more. This, this is we're kind, of, kind of coming to the end of the trailer if you're watching the stream. And they have a couple more characters they're adding and what looks like they're rabid uh, variants. So they're going to have more players in the field. This game comes out next month, October 20th. That's like a month and a half from now. 
But um, yeah, I turned the corner on this game. I would say buy it, especially because if you look it up, it's on sale or used for 20 bucks, and that's a buy all day. Wow, I don't think I've seen such a turnaround in my entire life. I mean, there was like two days ago or two weeks ago, there was some major, some major hate going on, and now you've really, uh, you've really turned it around. I have been staying up until like one in the morning playing this silly game. Like, <laughs> like it's it's way better than it should be. How, how high on your list do tile based strategies? Because I haven't played many of them before. Um, how high do they rate for you, just as a category? <sighs> What was the one that was made by um, the people that did FTL? Oh, it was teams um, of three. It was on Switch. That was that was one of my favorite games that year. Um, I'm not. I'm, I, we could look it up. Can't, we, we could look it up. We do have the power machine here. We could uh, go in and go. Uh, the developer subset. I'm guessing uh, into the breach is the game I'm thinking. Oh, of. I love that game. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of that game. Yeah. That game was fabulous. And that would be where I would go for tile based strategy is like just the way that they made it so simple yet complicated. Like all of these people have specific moves. And as you like peel back layers, of the onion, you're like, Oh, now we can do this. And there's some similarities between that and, and Mario plus rabbits for sure. Um, I think when I finally hit my stride on Mario vs. Rabbids, I found the ability to kind of hit a character, and then when you hit them the next time, you could actually pull health off of them. Oh. And what that did is it flipped the script because it allowed me to actually heal characters. Whereas before, I was very, um, I was hiding a lot, right? I was trying to be conservative with my health. And after I flipped the script, it got better. Um, Into the Breach great game like love it is is that <laughs> well, we, we always find that one game mechanic right like whenever it doesn't matter what type of game it is where you're like in that weird like slogging middle territory and then you're just waiting for the ice sword right you're waiting for the ice sword or you're waiting for whatever it is that the double heal or the um freaking whatever ice sword, man <laughs> Not the freaking ice sword. Not the ice sword. Whatever it is, but it turns your game around. Like at that point, everything becomes easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I hit that. Like there's there's definitely some over OP builds that I got to later in game, and that was fun. Like I felt like I broke the game on the back end, and that was just a blast. Like had like there would be times that I would have my characters shoot off like eight to nine shots before the enemies even like pulled a trigger, and that was pretty satisfying. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I turned the corner. You played a little Skull Hero this morning. I did, and I sort of regret doing it. Um, <laughs> Are you back? I sort of regret doing it. I mean, I really like that game. And honestly, it's just irritating to me that I can't get end credits. But I forgot that I might not play that tomorrow. I might play something more competitive and fun, like maybe Mario Strikers. Because the thing with Skull Hero, so if you don't know about Skull Hero, essentially the game is, I guess the term is roguelike. And I've ne- I had not heard that term before, like three years ago. I didn't even know what that was. But you start off as a level one and you keep dying. And every time you die, you unlock experience and you can get more things to make it easier until you unlock everything and you get to the end of the game. Very similar to that of like Hades. Um and the interesting, the, the component that makes Skull Hero interesting is that you can unlock these skulls. So every time you do a playthrough, you get a random skull. Sometimes it's a common skull, sometimes it's a rare skull, and sometimes it's a legendary skull. And you can swap back and forth between those two skulls. Um, you, so you can hold up to two, and you can upgrade them, and you can pick up items, and you have to work your way through five stages. And um, But what I had forgotten was that it takes a long time to like have a run through to the end. So maybe oh, really? not a game. Cause like I had to jump off early this morning because uh, my son woke up and um, I was through stage two of five and I was already at the 25 minute marker. So like in order for me to do a perfect run through all of them, which I've never done and beat the final boss, which I've gotten to once, um, I, it would have taken me 45 minutes to an hour just to, for one playthrough. So, yeah. but the game itself is really fun. Um, there's a lot, the variety comes with all of these different schools. And like I said, you can do combos and you can switch back and forth between the two different schools. You can upgrade them. You get these 
different special abilities, like these ultimates that you can rain down swords on everyone. And that feels pretty satisfying. There are times where there's like this scene right here that you're looking at on the trailer is like, there's so much VFX going on on the screen that I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Right. Like, cause it's just, there's all this light, like everything is everywhere. All this blue, yellow, red light. And you're like, dude, what am I, what am I fighting right now? But uh, I've almost beat the game. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to do that until I can have like a two hours to play it. Um, it's fun. Yeah, I was going to say like this game has a really cool art style to it. And I know that um, this game is very reminiscent of other roguelikes that I've played. And I know in other roguelikes similar to these, at least what it looks like is I would get to that point at the end boss, like get up to him three or four times. Be like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm, I, I don't need to beat the boss, but you can do it, Phil. I believe in you. I believe in you. I don't know because I think that you and I are very, very similar in our interests and the way that our mind works. And I feel the same way. Like if I have a really good 45 minute run through a game and I get to the final boss and then like I get smoked by this combo that I can't figure out. I'm like, well, it's going to be another six months before I can get back here. So by the time I get back here again, I'm going to forget what that combo combination was and I won't have it memorized. Uh, but it's really fun. I mean, I put a lot of hours into the game. Um, and it's definitely worth playing. I, I don't even know how much it is, but I think it's only like $19, $15, something nice. like that. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it for sure. Nice. So you can check that one almost off your list after you beat it tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. I, I felt so bad for you on that chrono trigger stream when you're just like we're gonna beat this tonight and i'm like oh boy <laughs> yeah i mean i i mean you know how i feel I'd be like right you know we've been doing here's what i will say like a little pat on our, on the backs of us here at the podcast like we've been working really hard and we've been doing a lot of we've been putting out a lot of streams and hitman streams and and pokemon pack openings and chrono trigger and and Fortnite and all these different things. And I feel so happy with what, what I'm doing and what we're going, but we're still learning and we're still growing. And so that initial, I, I had done my research and I had hardwired into the internet. And so then to go on a four hour session and pretty much like two hours of it is not really salvageable content. I know that you work some magic, but uh, um, there was, pretty much most of it. And then like to go on and on and be like, Oh, it's only one to one to two hours looking at you, Casey, um, <laughs> only one to two hours. And like, I'm four hours in and I'm like, dude, I'm not even in the final form yet. And I, it's 11 30 at night and I need to be in bed because I am, I, it's not a Friday night. I'm old and I'm oh tired and I want to go to bed. So <laughs> gotta yeah, wake up I, in the morning. It, it was a slog for sure. Have was, I ever, have I ever told you the story about me playing kingdom hearts three? No, no, so it's, I want to it's, hear it. it's buried in an old episode somewhere, but I'll, I'll basically give you the shorthand. So essentially, like I got to this game and I'm just ready for this thing to be done. Like Kingdom Hearts 3 is very Final Fantasy set, like Final Fantasy. Like, oh, this character that you met three games ago is doing this to me. And da, 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 da. So I'm just like, okay, let's just get through this, right? So dialogue, dialogue, clicking through, cutscenes galore. Um, so I, I'm playing this game, right? And so let's say I start at nine o'clock. My goal is to beat this thing. I go into like 11 o'clock, right? And around 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock hour, I'm like, I might be able to beat this. I'm close. And then all of a sudden I go to save the game to be done for the night. And it just spins. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's weird. Auto save. No auto save for like the nice last 90 minutes. Go to save. Nothing. The game won't save. So what do I do? I decide I'm going to have to beat this game tonight because if I don't finish this game tonight, I am not going back to play the last 90 minutes, nor am I going to see this all the way through. So I slogged through this game for another 90 minutes and it was like one or two in the morning when I turned off the Xbox and I was infuriated by the end of, of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, that, that's so funny. I, but like, I guess the moral here is like, don't listen to yourself or to anyone when they tell you how long a game is going to be. Because I had a, my last experience on that was I, I thought I was in the last town in Red Dead Redemption 2. And yeah. so a, a friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, you're probably only two hours away. So I sat down to play it. And my family was out of town. So I get these long sessions to play video games. And, and um, I seven hours later, they like they there's end stories and extra end stories and extra things and missions you got to do. And my eyes 
were so itchy and so on fire because I just can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like I got to just play a few rounds of Fortnite and just be happy with it. Like I can't do the 12 hour beat Halo in one sitting type gameplay anymore. But yeah, it was seven to seven and a half hours later of content. And I was in the end game and I'm like, dude, it was dark outside. I hadn't eaten. I was that guy, right? That even like, I haven't eaten anything. I'm in sweats. I'm sweaty. This is not a good look for anybody. Uh, yes, we're outside Philip's house where apparently he passed away. Turns out he forgot to eat because he was playing video games. Yeah, because a friend told me it was three hours. It wasn't three hours. It was eight. <laughs> oh, too funny. Well, that's that's kind of what we've been playing this week. Um, we're going to move into what we used to call a news segment. We're just going to hit things that we want to talk about. If it's game related, cool. If it's not, cool. Um, the thing that's on the top of my mind right now is that PAX is this weekend, baby. And I am headed up to PAX. I'm going to be there on the Monday of Labor Day. It's going to be in Seattle. Um, I'm jacked. I'm so excited. I think it's going to be fun. I mean, I don't, I've never been to a PAX before. I have been to Comic-Con. But uh, what are you excited for at PAX the most? Uh, just walking through the floor is is by far my favorite. You know, they used to do these incredible builds and spend way too much money on expos, build statues and stuff of that nature. It felt like it's been a little tame <laughs> the last two years um, in comparison to years past. So I'm excited to like see if they're starting to build back and make it bigger and better and badder. Um, Rabbids is going to be there. We saw Shovel Knight uh, announced that they might have a title there as well. Um, it's also good to get eyes on a lot of the indies and kind of see what they're doing, as well as some of the board games. Like there's a there's a lot to see there. And you haven't been to PAX? I've never been to PAX. I will say that I the one year that um, Illegal and I went to Comic Con, there was a whole floor dedicated to well it wasn't dedicated to it just morphed into this over time but it was all different versions of settlers of Catan. we were actually just talking about this the other night all different versions of star wars version of settlers of Catan, and the whole floor was just people playing settlers of Catan, and it was a really uh it was a crazy experience yeah just to walk around just to feel the energy of like everyone's super excited to be there and going and looking at the comics and doing all that kind of stuff. So those types of events are always really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to guilt you. You're, you're, you're coming next year. We're going to guilt you into coming next year. <laughs> that is That's a roger that I will, I will definitely be there next year. <laughs> Mark your calendar. Now we're going to make it happen. So <laughs> I am, uh, I, I'm, j- I'm stoked. And I know that um, I think it was last week. We covered a lot of things that had to do with Gamescom. That was last weekend. So one of the stories that I pulled that I thought was kind of interesting is this game we talked about last week called um, high on life. And you can see the article here from IGN. They say that this game unexpectedly stole Gamescom. And this quote lifted from the article says that High on Life has seen over 24 million video views and a staggering 56 million impressions. This what? is, um, I, I think what? it's well, I think it's well deserved. Do you? I mean, I think, I mean, yeah. I mean, have you seen some of the clips that have been coming out? Um, they have, they've had these little different clips on Twitter of just like the dialogue bits and the writing is oh. so funny. It is so funny. It's like, it's a breath of fresh air for video games. I often qu- quote it back to the, the one gun they had in Borderlands. I think it was the original that could, that would talk to you while you were shooting. It, it was the machine gun and it would just talk, but all of them do that. And there it's just, uh, this is, I'm not excited for a whole lot of games, but this is one that I'm um, absolutely excited for, for sure. This this feels like it's going to hit hard. Like, like honestly, there's some people out there, and I, I feel like comedy is very hard to do in video games. And for them to succeed and get this kind of pull on the website, on IGN's website, it really, like, shows you what this game could potentially do. Um, obviously, the creators of Rick and Morty have a huge following, and I thought that this could potentially be one of those niche titles. But I think this could be like 
this this could be a lot bigger than I anticipated. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that people, I mean, I can't speak for people. I can only speak for myself. And, you know, I mentioned this last week where I'm just kind of tired of the same franchises. Like, I, you know, I know they're going to do another God of War and I know that it's in a new universe and I loved the last one. Um, But like, we're tired of the same characters and we want to see some new IPs and we want to see some brand new storylines and some brand new environments and not just like, man, there's only so many Mario games I can play, you know, like there's only so many times I can recycle it. Um, I'm super excited for this game. I think it's going to be, the writing is funny. I think the combat's going to be interesting. It looks violent. It's going to be, I'm, I'm there on launch day for sure. The question that I have is, and I asked this to Dr. Z is, am I going to need a new Xbox? Because I have a one S and that is, that is an interesting question for, I think a lot of people is, um we're in this place where you can't really get your hands on a console um i have i gave up um, on trying to get a ps5 a long time ago because i've always been a playstation guy um but yeah am i gonna need a new console i haven't this this is a game and the other trailer that i showed you atomic heart which we can look at another time those are the type of games like this game and that game that you go out and buy a new console for you go Mm -hmm. like okay this is a console like purchasing worth system seller. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, in terms of my Xbox one X, uh, I had, I have gone back and started playing on my Xbox launch and it's a noticeable difference. Like the load times are probably tenfold what they are on the X XX series. What's the, um, what's the launch that you have? Um, it's, it's, uh, an Xbox one, launch so it's before the sx it was the ps4 um it was the ps4 era oh i see yeah it's it's a big boy it's the one that has has the pass through (laughs) oh wow that's a that's a tank man look at that look at that holy cow see i don't even need a murder weapon i just carry this around when i feel intimidated (laughs) good to go Well, I mean, there just comes a point, right, where one of the main reasons why we used to buy new systems in the past was because of, there was such a there was such an improvement on graphics between PS1 and PS2, PS2 to PS3, you know, PS3 to PS4. There's these huge leaps graphically, doubling, doubling, doubling. But then there comes a point where it's like, I can't even, like, I don't know, I can tell the difference right like but like i also am just like kind of happy with what i have right now yeah i i kind of had this realization when i was watching some of the footage from the matrix kind of in unreal 5 i don't know if you saw that it came out probably six months ago or so i I did see that yeah and they were like look you can see in the side and see the size skyscrapers and in the building is each room each room is specifically built out i'm like I don't give a shit. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and look in like floor 35, five windows in and be like, Ooh, that one has pink walls, you know? <laughs> so like if there comes a point where they can use that graphical capability to actually make me care, I'm in right now. I don't think it's there. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think that we've, everyone's been, we're in such a weird place where everyone's been searching for that system seller and, and you know, these games are looking good. I mean, there these some of these games are looking like this might be the thing. This might be the thing. I would say my one game changer, if you have not upgraded to a system that has suspend mode, that has been a game changer for me. Like being able to like pause a game, hit the button, go back to Netflix, watch Netflix, and be like, okay, we're done watching, and then jump back into the game without any load is pretty darn impressive. And I don't think think I've done that. So that it might be time for me then. It might be time for sure. Like, like having no load screens to like pop up your game is pretty refreshing. Like if you die and reload, of course, you're going to have to see a load screen. Well, not, not always depending, depending on what you're playing, I guess. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. The first time you start to integrate it, you're like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Um, it's everything pulled, we dreamed of. It's everything we dreamed of. I pulled the story with uh, Snoop Dogg and Eminem's NFT act from the VMAs. Uh, not much to say there, but what are we doing right now? What? What's Eminem and Snoop NFT dance? No, get out of here with that. 
Well, it's like it's whenever there's a new technology, right? Because we have the, this new hologram technology, and yeah. and like everybody wants to make like you got. It takes a little while to weed out what's gonna be worth it and what it's actually gonna be used for. Right now, everybody's just jumping on it. Like I said to you before the stream, like if this was a music video, I would have been like, "What is going on here?" Like it adds a little bit of credibility to the fact that they're trying to do something digital in front of a crowd. Like I get that, but still, like. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm more like appalled than anything. Like, honestly, like Eminem, mad props. Snoop, you earned it. Like, you two are gods of the rap industry. What are you doing doing NFTs on the VMAs? Like, get out of here. Like, take all your street cred and go home. What are you thinking? That's not <laughs> <It's>... gangster. <laughs> It's too it's too over my head. It's too over my head. I'm just looking at it like a music video going like what are, what's going on? Here? <laughs> That's where I'm at. What do we go? What's going on here? <laughs> so we're we're winding down. Um, we got about 10 minutes left. Uh, what do you want to cover? We have a couple of questions we can dive into. We can play guess that game, which I definitely want to do. I have a wife sneaking in behind me and it's kind of creeping me out. Um, you're now on the internet. Okay. <laughs> Forever. Hopefully, no comment. I was gonna admit. <laughs> Moving forward, um, so what do you want to do? You want to cover yeah, one of these questions? Yeah, let's. Well, yeah, we can either cover or one of the questions, go... or maybe we could jump right into the guess the game because oh, we'll, that might take ten minutes. I'm so jacked for this. I know. I found it yeah. earlier today. I had been wanting to do a segment like this for some, you know, chat interaction, and so the the name of the game is guess that game or guess the game. And you get six different slides and you have to search for a game and submit it based on only on the screenshot. So this is where we would use the chat's help down the road. And they, it's just like Wordle. So they will have a new one every single day. Um, and yeah, uh, I think right. we should just go for it. Um, so, so is this, I guess it, it's some, it's from somewhere in the game, right? It's like a cutscene. excuse me. It's a cutscene of some kind, I would imagine. I think that all six slides are from the same game. I think that that's what it is. And you have to, you get six chances to try to figure out the game. Okay. So okay. I think that that's what it is. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to wreck this segment by doing this one and knowing the answer. So I genuinely don't know what it is, but I think it's all six. So I'm going to tell you what I guessed and it was wrong. Okay. Um, and I guessed legend of Zelda. Um, Cause it oh. looked, it looked to be like a Zelda S game. That's but maybe, a horrible guess. Why do you okay? Why do you think it's a horrible guess? Wow, Legend of Zelda. Which Legend of Zelda would this be from? Is this <laughs> this is the best part of this segment? This looks way better than any Legend of Zelda game. Let's okay, just so what, say that. what's what's your guess? What is your okay? Guess? I'm getting like Mass Effect vibes. I'm getting Red Faction Guerrilla vibes. Um, Death Stranding also comes to mind. I'm feeling a little Death Stranding here. Okay, so what are you gonna go with? Because maybe you nail it on the first shot. I think it's Death Stranding. Okay, go go. Let's see what it is. You got some hills there, though. You got some hills going around. So then you just click in the white box and you just type for it. No. Oh, look at that! It even populates it for you. Okay. Boom, baby! Look at that. Got it. That's it. That's the game. You fit. You. That's all. That's all net, baby. Did you hear it swish on the way down? That was crazy. One guess, baby. One guess. Oh my gosh! I'm <laughs> so excited for this segment, and I'm really sad that I got it on the first one. <laughs> do I get to see the other ones? Do I need to? Do I need to reload so we can see other screenshots? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it links to your Google profile or not, but you can look at the other screen. I don't know if you can or not. Maybe just be like Wordle, but. Uh... We're going to go incognito. Okay. So then just guess what guess I had guessed. Legend of Zelda. Or just put Wind in whatever, Waker. Yeah. That's definitely Wind Waker vibes. Oh, see, this would have thrown me. This looks Because like when I saw this screenshot, I, I guessed Resident Evil. Did you? That was that's, my guess with this That's one exactly what I thought. Yeah, this this is given this would have given me Metal Gear vibes. 
Yeah, that that dude, that guy. He's an actor, dude. Yeah. That would have done it. That would have done it. I I nailed it on the first time. Wow, way to ruin Phil's segment. Hello, welcome to our final segment, Ruining Phil's Segment. Well, hey, maybe what we have to do with future episodes is do this one first in case we, <laughs> in case we get it right straight away just to get the mind going. I can't believe you nailed it. What a you literally nailed that game just from looking at some gray hills. Like have that's you, have you played Death Stranding no, at all? I never, I never played Death Stranding. You'll never forget those those gray hills. Well, clearly neither did you. No, because that game was on my backlog. I tried to play it, and it was like, nope. I'm just running through these hills, up and down, all around, all the time. Oh, oh what a fa- what a fantastic uh, what a fantastic way to end the episode here is just um, crushing it on the first guest. So those of you in the chat that wanted to participate, too bad because Shelby is better than you. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell yeah, your friends. let them know we're out here guessing this um, on the first try. Oh my gosh, I think that might just be a new segment for me. Like anytime I stream, I might need to go on and play that game. Hey, that I, I may add it to mine as well because you only get it for the day. So once it's uh, yeah. once it's gone, it's gone. Well, also if we wait another three hours, we can try again. So hey, maybe we just stream straight through and just chat for four hours until we're utterly exhausted. Let's let's just stream some Fortnite for four hours. Just a quick four banger. We'll be in and out. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. <laughs> I love it. Well, do you want to tackle one question here to wrap it up? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So the question that I had had for you towards the end of the day is something on a more serious note. It's like what, right? Gaming is a, when we were young, right? When we were younger, um, gaming was not what it is right now. And it was really something that was a for kids and a more of a niche uh, that a certain group of people really did. Um, And then I think really for me in the Halo days, like when Halo came out, people started realizing what this could be, that it could be taken seriously. um, And it kind of took off from there. So my question for you is like, what was the moment or moments or one moment that um, solidified gaming as a permanent hobby for you for the long term? Yeah, I, I I remember it. I remember it vividly. Uh, I was I was in college and I was playing games, and you know Halo was around, and there was a lot of really good games at that time. But when I picked up the uh, Bioshock, the original Bioshock, and if you have you played through Bioshock before? Yes, I have. Okay. I play. I, it was super dark. You super dark and like very adult, but that moment where you are like 60 or 70% of the way through and it turns with one catchphrase that has been used the entirety of that game and you don't get it until that last third of the game. Like that was like, oh my gosh, this medium can do something unlike any other medium. Like I am going through taking action, thinking that like, okay, I'm in control of the situation. It's a game, right? So, I mean, there's only so much control you really have. I get that. But like you are essentially making actions and for them to flip the script and be like, no, we were messing with you the whole time. We're just like, yeah, there was another moment like that, right? It was like in Knights of the Old Republic when you did mm. that for the first time. The same thing. You you made all these choices and then you got to the end of the game and you realized things were not what they were. And then you were like, oh, what do I do? Like, oh, man, this is totally changes the way that I think about. Yeah, gaming is just such an immersive um, experience. Um, I think for me, um, mine was playing StarCraft Two, And for me, I... I think that when you're young and you are struggling a little bit to figure out what you're going to do, you need some victories. And I was even more antisocial than I am now. And StarCraft II allowed me, they, they, they innovated the sort of ranking system with the bronze, silver, gold. I hadn't seen anyone really do that. Um, them and League of Legends were kind of doing that um, at the same time. And when StarCraft II came out and I, I got hooked up with the Day 9 community and I was like learning and studying how to play the game and like learning build orders and developing this sense of competency, I just became so integrated with what I was doing that I was like this, I don't know that I could have this type of experience in any other way. Um, 
because there was a big, you know, you get to 21, 22 years old and there's, you can sort of pivot, right? You can be like, well, no, I'm just not that interested in it anymore. Or you can be like, this is something that I'm going to do as a hobby. You know, I sat down and played some Magic the Gathering this past weekend in person with real people. Um, There are people out there that can testify. And it just made me think like, it's no different than people getting together and playing poker. It's no different from people going and watching sports, right? It's just a a collective way to to connect with your friends. And um, yeah, it's a, there's nothing quite like it, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. And and Silent Man in the chat just says that we went from story to couch co-op to competitive. Yeah, baby, we're hitting it all. We're gamers for everyone. Um, <laughs> it's nice to see you, Silent Man. Thanks for hanging out. Um, one, one other thing that I'd like to add to that, kind of in that same line of thinking, is, you know, when I was a younger man, kind of in, you know, I'm out of college, so I'm going to be professional. I kind of like hid my gamer. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't tell people that I was a gamer. I wouldn't lead with it. It'd be the last topic of conversation unless somebody brought it up. Then it was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going deep. Um, and what I've come to realize is that I tried to force myself to do fantasy football. I tried to track the basketball when it was popular. I tried to play, like, the NCAA bracket when it was hot. And guess what? At the end of the day, it's just a different hobby. And I like for a while there, I kind of like, no, I don't game like gaming is the other thing. It was like something that I wouldn't bring up. And now that I'm an older person, it's like, no, this is what I do. I don't watch sports center. I can't tell you what position the Mariners are in right now. And unapologetically. So like, I'm going to go and I'm going to play Mario's versus rabbits and you're just going to get along with it. I'm going to do me. You do you. And what? I think <laughs> that's where everyone needs to be is just yeah. yum your yums, you know? Yeah, I I mean, I completely agree with you. And you know, look, it doesn't mean like because I've kind of grown the same way. You know, I thought about this a lot with sports, especially um, because there was a time that I was really, really into it or like what like I think for me with traditional sports. Right. The, they're just there's constantly new players. They don't keep teams together anymore. And it just like it became so difficult for me in my 20s to just even remember like, oh, who's on the team? this year oh yeah okay next year they're going to be completely gone and and it's not that as i got older sports didn't don't have value it's but to your point like there are things to me that were more engaging than that um and this and it was the same for me as well uh as i got older i just found more productive ways to integrate those hobbies but um yeah and when people find out right that you're into something and then you're just unapologetically into it especially as a like a middle-aged guy, like they feel a sense of confidence. I was actually walked out to, uh, I walked out to the mailbox and these, uh, the babysitters were out there and they were watching my son while he was, uh, like the neighbor babysitter. And I was telling them about our podcast and I said, I had played Chrono Trigger. And of course the response, whenever you tell anybody that you played Chrono Trigger, uh, who is anybody at all, doesn't matter what age you are. It's like, Oh my God, well, that's the greatest game ever. Right. So this is the response that I got. But it was more than that, right? Because there was this sense of like, I can, this person's into something and they're into it unapologetically. And now I can feel confidence just to be into the thing that I'm into. And if it comes to a point where you're, that thing is over, that you're no longer into that, that's okay too. Um, but I think that people feel like, to your point, they feel like ashamed or they don't want to show it or they want to, right? And then when you come out and you show them like, hey, this is cool. We're just doing this. We're having fun. We're not doing anything wrong. Then people feel the confidence to do it themselves. And that's, that is where people need to be for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's an exciting time. And one of the reasons I'm so excited about gaming in general is that this is a new medium and like this in the entire spectrum of humanity, like this is something that we have not seen in like three generations ago. It wasn't even thought of, you know, you think back to Pong in those early days and what, where we're at now is like, we're actually able to simulate the human experience and really dive into philosophical choice with some of these titles. And that is something that has been unparalleled in history. And that's what excites me is that each one of these games that I'm trying to play through has a different aspect to it that puts it at the top of its class in some way, shape or form and trying to figure out what that nugget, what that gem is, is really kind of why I love gaming in general. Like it's, it's just such a cool experience to be able to go into a game like Mario plus Rabbids and be like, this game is garbage. Like there's way better versions of this out there. Don't even bother. Don't even spend your time if it's on sale. Okay. Okay. And then a week later, 
I've put in like 30 hours into this game and just saw credits today. Like I have turned 180 on that game. I'm still going to go heads up with Dr. Z because it's not the best game ever made. And I have to disagree with him on principle at this point. <laughs> it's a good game. Games are awesome, guys. You should they are them. awesome. And you, you should, should play, play them. them. You should sure. play them. And you should definitely come back and hang out with us. We are going to try to do this every Tuesday. Next week is going to be a little off uh, cadence for us. We're going to do an episode on Wednesday, I think. We have a special guest coming in. Phil, I th- I know you've been doing some morning streams. I don't know if you're planning on doing those this week, but know that our channel is constantly hot, and we want you to be a part of it when we're streaming. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I do plan on being back on in the morning. Um, I don't know that. Maybe I'll play Fortnite tomorrow. Maybe I need. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to just get my day started off right with a ten kill win, my solo win, which will be dedicated to you because I wouldn't have picked this game back up if. You hadn't said, hey, man, you should re go re-explore this again. So uh, you Wait, get the credit for that. Have you not solo one yet? No, I. you saw I did eight hours of streaming and four. Don't do that. Don't dude, do that. Dude. Yeah, I know. Like, let's be real. You're I know a much you- better player than I am. And I have a solo win under my belt. <laughs> I know that you weren't putting up the numbers I was putting up. Okay, let's be real. Let me let me be honest with you. I guarantee I was not putting the numbers <laughs> up that you were putting up. I will put money on it. Like I know for a fact that happened, and somehow I still have a victory royale. So <laughs> that puts you on dragon, the top, top of this two-person leaderboard. <laughs> Chasing that dragon. I don't know. You're probably life kill. Uh, anyway, let's not compare stats. That'd be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. For me. Well, no one wants to see that. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, is there anything else you want to cover before we say goodnight? No, I think we're ready to wrap it up. It's everybody's bedtime. We're getting old. Yes, it is. And if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels. Those will be in the attached description wherever you're watching or reading. We have a Discord. Please join us there. We're always talking about games. We're dropping stuff in that chat left and right. Please uh, start the discussion or have the discussion with us. We're on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube Shorts. Come see us wherever you'd like to. If you're listening to an audio version, we would love it if you'd leave us a review. So if you would kindly do that, we'd appreciate it. Five stars if you'd be so kind. That is a wrap for this week and we're out good night play our games (laughs) y'all bye